How's it going, folks? How's it going? I'm Brother Matthew, and this is Christian Coffee Time, where we sit down together to study the Word of God. And in this quick video, we're going to be talking about a topic, and that is sinlessness. There is a, uh, a group of people out there, a sect amongst many different denominations, uh, who have a, this idea, this mentality, that we here in, uh, in our present state, uh, on earth, in our physical realm, here we can attain sinlessness. We can get to a point of sinlessness. And what they do is they take a single passage in 1 John chapter 3, in verse 9, it says, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. They take that and they say, see, it, once, once you're saved, you're not going to sin anymore, you don't sin anymore and uh, you uh, attain sinlessness. Well, this is also why we teach uh, proper Bible study here, uh, cross-referencing, uh, pairing scripture with scripture, rightly dividing the word of truth, line upon line, precept upon precept. And we also use a Bible study method called the clear interprets the unclear. That when we see clearly what the word of God says in another passage, we then therefore know what this other one is not saying. So there's a few things to do here in uh, using the Berean method as well and studying passages that we're doing word studies and we can really get a clear understanding of a passage. Now this one here, if we just cherry pick this verse by itself, this passage about the uh, uh, start at verse 7, little children that no man deceive he that doeth righteousness is righteous even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. So if we just take that passage, it would seem to imply that uh, those who are saved, born of God, are then sinless and do not sin. And that uh, the same folk then go on to say that if you do sin, if you're continuing to sin, if you, if you still have sin in your life, you're not saved. Okay, we got a big problem with that. Uh, clearly, that's not what it's what it's saying. So, well, how can we know? Well, by the very many other passages as well. Like, for example, in the previous chapter, and we see in First John chapter two, verse one, "My little children, these things write unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we we." Brethren, to save, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Why would the Lord say we have an advocate for us? Why would we need an advocate if we can be sinless? And we see in 1 John 1, 9, If we, the saved, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay, and then we also see in another passage in Romans, Romans chapter 7, Go over there once I turn there. Romans 6, 7. Romans chapter 7 is Paul talking all about the difference between the spirit and the flesh, and how the flesh is corrupted by sin, and the spirit is saved, the flesh is not. The spirit is held by God, the flesh is not. The flesh is condemned to die. The flesh opposes my spirit, fights my spirit, hates the things of God. And if we read what it says, let's let's just read the passage, what Paul says. Uh, starting at verse 8, But sin, taking occasion by the commandment, wrought in me all manner concupiscence, for without the law sin was dead. For I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Okay, talking about sin. Um, 
Okay, verse 14, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that for that which I do, I allow not. For, for what I would, that do I not, but what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. He, he talks a lot about the, the difference between the inward man and the outward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am. This is Apostle Paul talking. This is Apostle Paul. O wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Okay, so we see uh, a contradiction uh, from the idea of using 1 John chapter 3 uh, to say that we can uh, like attain a form of sinlessness on this because, well, then I guess the Apostle Paul wasn't saved because he struggled with sin and he talks about another passage. He struggles with concupiscence, which is sexual desire because he was a man and also he was single and all this and the lust and the temptations. He struggled with the sin, which is common to man. He talks about this and he's open about it and about how this is the flesh. The flesh desires it and he fights it. And he hates it. And who will deliver me from this? And and then we see and that Jesus is our advocate. He 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 advocates for us because he because we are his and he, and that he's uh, atoned for us and there's no condemnation for the sin uh, for our sin. Um, but uh, the other thing as well in word studies, we take a look at First John chapter three verse nine: Whosoever is born of God did not commit sin. And if we actually do a study on this, we see that the word commit, the word commit in this context means to live in unrepentantly to live in unrepentantly now that's a big difference because we see in john 16 8 that the spirit of god uh, 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 will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment it means to convict god uh, to, to convict guide and instruct in regards and regarding these things and he convicts us he convicts us and teaches us and guides us and those who have no conviction of sin, well, they have no Holy Spirit within. So this is the big point. The other argument as well, that Jesus tells a story, for example, of the prodigal son. Uh, when did the prodigal son cease to be a son of his father? He didn't. He fell into sin and drunkenness and immorality and ended up in the pen of the pigs. Picture doing that which is forbidden. But he says, I will return to my father from whence I came. My father from whence I came. And he comes back and the father runs and embraces him before he even apologizes, showing, showing that he never ceased to be a son of his father. But this holiness crowd, uh, the, the ultra-legalistic holiness crowd, they, they use the sinless thing uh, as uh, they teach us that we are 
we still have to follow law and we maintain the law and we have we have to keep ourselves sinless and if we sin and we fall into sin and then we're not saved it's a form of maintenance of your salvation uh the cults teach that uh, that's not biblical it's not right so this whole whole idea of teaching sinlessness in this world is not right we be sinless when we go to be with the lord but here in earth where we are like apostle paul we'll be fighting against the sin of our flesh our soul is saved our flesh is not our soul is sinless our flesh is not our soul is hand is is in the hand of god our flesh is not our flesh is condemned to die i know that in my flesh dwelleth no good thing but i delight after the law of the inward man but I know the outward man, there's another law in my members, the law of sin. So we see the law of righteousness uh, held by the Spirit of God and the law of sin. And the two clash within our being. We see the outward man and the inward man. So uh, what they're doing is this, this sinlessness crowd is they're, make, they're, they're trying to unite the, the inward and the outward as one. And that we, that we can be sinless even of the outward. Uh, 